0: The following thoughts on Hoppy Hour represent Ryan Hoppy, and that's it. Listener discretion is advised. Live from Tampa Bay, you are tuned in to Hoppy Hour.
1: He's the voice of a generation that got screwed by the baby boomers. Welcome back to Hoppy Hour.
0: Hoppy Hour. Hoppy Hour. <laughs> Hoppy Hour starts in four, three, two. Hoppy 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 This is Happy Hour With Hoppy and Alessia Ladies and gentlemen Here it is The most listened to radio show on the planet Even the other stations are tuned in too
1: Yes, Alessia this is Hoppy Hour. How's it going, Alessia? It's
2: going great, Ryan. Can you to hear to be this here. music?
1: It's not the usual intro.
2: Yep, it's making This time
1: me... it's NFL on Fox Music. Why? Live on Happy Hour, which is recorded at my apartment. Former NFL player Courtney Brown is on the show. What's happening, bro? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Same old man. I met you about four months ago on the old Beckles and Retcher afternoon show on 95.3 WDAE, and I just immediately digged your vibe, and I wanted to have you on my show back then, but back then, I didn't have a co-host, and I just felt like it wasn't the time. Like This feels like perfect alignment.
3: Yeah, no, absolutely, man. Thanks for having me.
1: Yes. 856-49-HOPPY. That's 856-494-6773. We have so much to get into. Uh, How was your drive-in, Courtney? Uh, not too bad. Uh, just right over the bridge. It's perfect, man. Do you miss playing football? Do you miss anything about it, or do you ever look back on it and you're just glad you're not playing anymore? I miss football. I do. What do you miss so much about it? What was so great about
3: playing football? Because like, I'm sure there's a lot of downs, but there's a lot of ups, too. Um, you know, just being able to be physical, you know, to play relentless, you know, and you know that whole aspect, you make a great play. The crowd goes wild, the fans, the energy. You know, I miss all of that. Do you miss the uh, reporters? Like, what was your relationship like with the reporters in the media? Oh, no, we was uh, fine. I I never had any issues, Um, you know. Because a lot of times,
1: and you'll see this when you watch games, it seems like some reporters always want a certain player to fail to fit their agenda for clicks. Yeah,
3: I mean, that's what it's, I feel like that's, they got a job. Yeah,
1: no, for sure. I feel that all the time, like, it's a job at the end of the day. Like, if they don't write a mean column, or they just write some average article, no one's going to click on it. But a lot of those go-get-you moments, Alessia, are, are the moments that like are going to get popular. It's kind of like being a paparazzi. A lot of sports reporters, there's two... Versions of, the, of them, the ones that want to cover the sport are the ones that want to be tabloid reporters, but there's too many tabloid reporters. So they're like, I'm going to bring that angle to sports journalism. It's very evident.
2: Yeah, I actually always wanted to be a sports uh, journalist, so I find it really interesting our next video that we're about to play. So,
1: Saturday or no, it was not on a Saturday. Sunday, the Buccaneers played the Cincinnati Bengals, and they were looking good, my man. They were up 17 nothing, and right when they kicked the field goal to go into halftime, I immediately knew we would lost this game. The fact that they were going into halftime, the Super Bowl, not the champions, but the team that went to the Super Bowl that was this close to winning a 14 point lead for Joe Burrow is nothing I feel like if it was 17 points for some reason I'd be a little more comfortable but right when they kicked that field goal I went game's over I had no confidence in the team what
3: what were you thinking when halftime was going on you know you know I try to I really don't feed in it into the game you know at halftime because it's four quarters you know to me the way I look at it that gives the, the team you know times to go in and you know regroup you know figure out you know a, a better game plan or to make those adjustments you know cuz third quarter that's really it's like a new game you know and it can it can go any kind of way and we've seen that happen several times where a team can go in and be down or it could be close and after the half they get blown out or you know, you know, anything can, can happen, you know,
2: Courtney, I have a question for you. Did you prefer NFL or college football? Because you played for Clemson and I personally prefer college football. I think the players take more of a risk, whereas in the NFL, I think the players aren't as risky because they're trying to preserve their bodies. That's kind of the, the statement I always kind of chat about with my friends so what is your take on nfl versus college do you think the college players are trying to prove themselves in hopes of getting to the nfl so they're taking bigger risks you see those fun plays and nfl is more preservation of the body or am i completely off with that statement
3: well no i mean it's guys collegially and and professionally that you know play relentless and use their body beat their bodies up the game itself is is very you know physical but I will say from college, um, I, I would say it's probably more exciting um, because you got...
2: College uh, is a different yeah. energy. I it's mean, It's a
3: different energy, man. You're trying to, you know, produce and play for the team at the same time. You're trying to make it to the next level, you know, versus when you're pro, you're already there. So, you know, you may have to compete against the league or or things like that and on top of that you are getting paid so you know some guys may not be as hungry as they once were you know in college you
1: know yeah I can see that so it's a blessing and a curse having uh, ADHD Courtney so for me if I work out before I go to bed if that's the only time I have during the day or if I go to boxing class I sleep really well, but it takes a minute for me to unwind. And that's just me working out for 20 to 30 minutes. What is it like going to bed after an NFL game? I can only imagine you get home at 12.30 or 1, and there has to be that WTF moment where you're like, I just played in the National Football League. Is it kind of hard to unwind, or do you
3: view it like any other job and you just want to go to bed?
2: Yeah, what's the recovery like? Please <laughs> tell fast. us. I've
3: always been fascinated Do you ice that. bath? Yeah, no, you got to take care of your body for sure. You know, that's, that comes with being a pro. And, you know, for me i think it started with whether we won or we lost yes you know so (laughs) if if we won you know uh depending on the game or the situation i might you know if the guys are doing something hang with them if not you know going home but nine times out of ten for me it's like i'm trying to get in the bed i feel like a
1: lot of times for some of the players their bank accounts like uh vince young When they won the game, they spent way too much money when they went to the club. You hear about some of them, and now they're broke, and you're like, damn, dude, you probably shouldn't have spent as much. If you hear about all the things, or uh, Gilbert uh, Arenas, who used to play for the Washington Wizards, he's broke now. All those guys just flew through it, bro. It's crazy.
2: I could see my – if I was an NFL player, I could see myself doing that.
1: Just personally. (laughs)
0: You would, after
1: a loss – would, you would take it so to heart that you would go on like a midlife crisis shopping spree.
2: Well, every team that comes to town, if like the player, like I feel like I don't know how it is with NFL, but I know when I was hanging out with some of the Lightning players afterwards, they would have the other teams like they would take them out and show them the town, right? So I feel like I'd be that host where I would take the other players on the opposing team out after the game and be like, "Let's hit up Burns or let's do this." If I had all the money, and then hit up would- Burns. <laughs> That's
1: why you're gonna go broke
2: would blow through my money for sure but i'm surprised with the nfl there's no like post game stretch or like you're you know you have there, a warm-up but like after the game you kind of just hit the showers in your body i don't know it goes into shake shock maybe you don't hit the showers i feel like there should be like a cool down or something after something so strenuous like an nfl game
3: yeah no i agree i mean there, that that's in place but it's 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 optional to that player right you know everybody's you know, some guys are like, yeah, I got to leave. I'm ready to go. Right, you know, right. He's flying home, driving home, you know. It's over. You know. Work's
2: done. Clocking out.
3: Some stay, watch films, some take care of it, you know. It's optional. Right. So
1: you're a very likable guy. So I know that you probably never had any issues in the locker room when it comes to dealing with the media. Am I right? I, I, I don't imagine you going, hey, leave. No, it's easy going. You, I don't picture you like getting mad at a reporter. I actually think you would talk a lot for them and they'd be like, wow, we got a lot of good sound bites." You know what I mean? Because some players, when they talk, they're like, uh-huh, yeah, like uh, Marshall and Lynch back in the day. Like they give the short answers and then you have the guys like uh, that. Well, like he said,
2: some of them are ready to go. So I and I noticed that. During certain interviews, that you can tell what players like Weird. could care less that they're being interviewed post game because they're ready to go and their answers are sho-
1: so short. And also, I have no athletic skills in my body. I might be the most unathletic, most uncoordinated person to ever live on this planet. But at the same time, if I was a professional athlete, I think they would have to end a post game conference in the middle of me talking like usually it's (laughs) them saying to the media thank you for coming they would be like okay we've had enough (laughs) i can see myself just talking till 3 a.m
2: that's funny that's why you're in radio
1: and that is why i'm not a that's why i'm not a running back like uh well
2: you were injured all year
1: we have to hear that voice i i didn't mean to say that so during the third quarter you have giovanni bernard with the fumble what was your take I mean, before we get to the video, what was your take of that Giovanni
3: Bernard moment? Hey, it's part of the game, you know? just has got to... Um,
2: Ryan, explain the fumble to me because I didn't see it. What happened?
1: I don't even really know how to explain it. Can you explain it? <laughs> even though you're the host... <laughs> so pretty much they were going for it on like fourth and ten.
2: This is Ryan's uh sporty explanation. Yay! Sport. Okay.
1: And we'll get to the term sports ball in a second. But pretty much everybody knew that they that they were going for a fake punt, but the running back didn't know, so he wasn't helping out with the play. And then the ball got fumbled, and then the Bengals got the ball, and then the Bengals got like a field goal, and I believe they were down six they were down seventeen to six. Anyway, so Jenna Lane and Greg Allman, both reporters for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they uh, spoke to Giovanni Bernard, quote unquote, spoke to Giovanni Bernard, and I have the video here. I'm going to play it for one minute, and then I'm going to immediately go to Courtney because you played in the locker room, or you didn't play in the locker room. You were in the locker room all the time and dealt with the media and dealt with their vibes. So I want to have you picture that you're right next to Giovanni Bernard during this and what you would think of this. All right, This is from Jenna Lane ESPN on uh, Twitter.
2: I'll talk to you oh, well, well, well you were injured all year.
1: What have you done for us Sorry. to talk to you about all year? Okay. I talked to you Tuesday. We're just don't, we're just talk, don't say you're not
0: talking because hey, it didn't talk on, to you all year.
2: Wait. You were also injured most of the season too. Hold on, hold on. Too.
0: Oh, just realize. Relax. Okay. Okay. Can, I, can I go to my family that I have outside? And you all can. Of a sudden now, just, just don't say we didn't talk to you. We, all year. we
2: just wanted to ask for your perspective on what happened you, you're there.
0: You're involved in one of the biggest plays of the game.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, thank okay. you, dude
2: I appreciate that's your
3: all. time. We do. We
1: won't hold you.
2: We, we would have talked to you in the season, but also okay, you were injured.
1: Question, Just tell us what occurred on the, on
0: the punt. Miscommunication, that's all it was on my part. I take complete fault for that. Was it a know? fake? I don't know. It was complete fault. My fault. That's it. Did, Is it something you know the team hasn't practiced It's all week? me. All of me. That's uh, something I did wrong, and that's all. So you were. It was all aware? on me. Yep, number twenty-five out there. That was me. Um, I was the one that did it. But were you aware? It was, it was just was a me. Fake? Yeah, I I messed up. I understand that, but we're just asking if you knew it was. I coming. messed we up. We just
2: didn't know if it was a communication. Yeah, I messed now.
0: up. <laughs> thank you. Yep. Okay. Thank, thank you guys. Thank you. So.
3: Thank you. Courtney, what is your take as a former NFL player? Um, I mean, I think he handled himself well. Um, you know, like I said earlier, the media got a job. That's. I mean, you explained it, you know. (laughs) I did. At the end of the day, they invaded his space. But at the same time, you know, you have a certain amount of time reporters have to be in the locker room, correct?
2: Oh, I didn't even realize that. So, Courtney, there's a certain amount of time given to the media— that they're allotted to be in the locker room and ask questions. And yes. the players are aware of this. Is it in your NFL contract? Because I know the NFL has a code of conduct. And I think in this in this snippet that we just listened to, he was really trying to hold himself back. And I think that's why he responded. I would too. <laughs> I think he was so like frustrated and over it and just trying to answer the short question and get the hell out of there. But I mean, I think he bit his tongue, which again, if I were an NFL player, we know I would blow money, but I also don't think I'd be able to hold my tongue.
1: Oh my God. Alessia okay, is enough, like...
2: enough about me. So Courtney.
1: No, that would be fascinating. You would be fine. You would just be yeah, responding to I people would. on Twitter. You'd be like a female Kevin Durant. You'd I'm be like still Kevin Durant working a on
2: controlling my mouth.
1: Yeah. So yeah. is Kevin Durant. Did you see Durant tweeted about it? What was his response? <laughs> Let me load this up here. I retweeted it at Ryan Hoppy Radio. Uh, he retweeted Jenna Lane's video and then was responding to people about Jenna Lane. So she's made it. He said Giovanni handled this like a true pro, which I thought. It was kind of funny that Kevin Durant was tweeting about someone being a pro with the media since he's not usually a pro with the media or anybody that plays with the Brooklyn Nets. They're great players, but they kind of get a little sassy and they make burner accounts and tweet at people. And I feel like he was talking about what he could be working on because I did think Giovanni dealt with that like a badass. Like, yeah, it was on me. I mean, how many times do you have to say it's on me? It wasn't like he was blaming somebody else and they're saying, who's the other person? He's He gave you your answer. Because here's my thing that drives me nuts. I hate when people go, oh, well, they're doing it for clicks or it's good clickbait. You got your journalism degree at the University of Syracuse or somewhere in the Northeast. You went to for four to eight years, you get your degree, you put in all that money and you're making a good living most of the time covering the sports, come up with something creative. The idea of, oh, well, she's got to do it for clickbait because come up with something creative. You already have the outlet of everybody knowing who these reporters are. So it's not like there's some up and comer that needs the clickbait to get attention we already know who these reporters are. We're already following them, and we're only following them because of the team. They get such a big head thinking they matter. You're covering the team. You you are covering the team for the fans. People might be fans of your work, of you covering the team, but at the end of the day, you have nothing to do with it. You are... Covering the team.
2: I don't know if it was like a miscommunication between them, but she kept asking the same question over and over and over again. He would say, "Well, you're, well, well you were injured all
3: year. What have you done for Sorry. us to talk to you about?" She
2: all
1: year? sort of sounds like a cartoon character, like a Ninja Turtle, like uh, April o'neill You we were also injured. <laughs> the turtles. The the Are they safe? <laughs> Splinter.
0: From my family that I have outside. Oh God.
1: 8, 5, 6, 49 Happy. Yeah, this isn't the normal sports show, now is it? <laughs> what? What is it?
3: I said this is fun. I'm
1: no, no. It. I mean, I just you got to keep it real because
2: Courtney said it though. He agreed. He said he took it. He acted professionally and responded professionally, and that's what the guy's tweet said that you yeah. quoted too.
1: And then you know when somebody is so in the wrong that they want to find something that is wrong with the other side that did nothing wrong because they don't want to just completely blame the sports reporters. Mm. So what I mean is like, I've seen on Twitter, people were like, well, Giovanni could have handled that better even though the reporters were in his face and repeating things over and over for clickbait because they can't come up with their has own Jenna idea. Responded?
2: It, has oh, Jenna responded? Oh, she has
1: responded yeah. on Twitter. She's going after fans that don't have uh, profile pictures. I go, you know what's funny? You know what's funny with haters? They want you to reply. A hater is gonna shut up if you don't reply, Jen Elaine. Don't reply to any of them. They want that. They are all losers that are living vicariously, sadly, through sports reporters that are living through the players.
2: I would love right now, my mind is wandering and all I can Go there. Of, All Go I can there. think about is like going on YouTube and searching like the funniest anchor sport. Report moments in history and having like the top 10 countdown of like funny sporting <laughs> reporting moments well, on the field or in a sport because there's I got to be funny I got, ones.
1: I got you. I got you. You're over here thinking I'm not going to have the greatest sports moment in the last 22 years prepared. I think Courtney's going to really appreciate this video. It's 2002. He's in them. Yeah. <laughs> it's 2002. It's the cold, awful city that I never want to go to, even Cleveland. though I might no I, I live there. It oh. sucked. City of Philadelphia And you said you wanted to see a video) <laughs> Why is that going off? You said you wanted to see a video of a good sports press conference? Let's hear it. I got you this.
0: Anybody tell you that I missed practice? If, 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 if a coach say I missed <laughs> practice and y'all hear it, then that's that. <laughs> I mean, I might have missed one practice this year. But if, if somebody say he doesn't come to practice, it can be one practice. Out of all the practices this year, that's enough. If I can't practice, I can't practice, man. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. I mean, simple as that. It ain't about that. I mean, it's, it's not about that at all. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but it's it's, it's, it's easy to, to to talk about. It's easy to sum it up. When you just talk about practice, we sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player and we in here talking about practice. I mean, listen, we talking about practice, not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice, not a game, not, not, not the game that I go out there and and die for and play every game like it's my last, not the game. We talking about practice, man. I mean, how silly is that, man? We're talking about practice. I know I'm supposed to be there. I know I'm supposed to lead by example. I I think he's talking about practice a (laughs) lot. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Courtney, I need your take on this. Like, what? Is he just full of it or?
3: No, man. I mean, I'm with AI on it, you know? Yeah, that's
1: a good 2002 memory. Man, if he played now, he would average 70 points a game. It's unbelievable. If he played now... I find him fascinating because I think he, we took him for granted because he got really screwed by the NBA commissioner. I forgot his name, but frankly, he doesn't even need to be remembered because he takes all the credit for the league growing, but it was Michael Jordan. But that's besides the point. The way that NBA commissioner treated him and like was mad that he had tattoos and he was a rap artist and now they're all doing it. Alan Iverson was like our savior. You know what I mean? He was the savior for the NBA that everyone took for granted. Now, the problem that Allen Iverson didn't help himself with was the amount of money he spent at gentlemen's clubs. Now, that wasn't That's the That's probably why thing.
2: he missed practice. <laughs> I was getting a vibe for sure. Like, he didn't want to answer. He was not injured. He, he dropped that card. Like, yeah, I was not feeling great. But I want to know from Courtney, just because, like, this is your job, right? This isn't some traditional nine-to-five, what's it like? Have you called out sick for practice a game, not just from a physical injury, but, like, personal reasons? Any other reason? I mean, I have missed work because I've lied about having a car problem, right? Do NFL players, have you witnessed that? Have you done something like that? Do you guys use those traditional excuses?
3: I can't speak for everybody, but for me personally, in my situation, you know, I didn't want to take no Harley days off whenever that wasn't given to me, you know. So whether I was hurt or whatever was going on personally for me, is like, you know, I got to go. But I believe that there are uh, some situations where guys may have used uh, whatever excuse to... (laughs) To to get out. Yeah.
2: Athletes have to have that mental discipline, though. Like, that's one of the things on the way over here I was thinking. Like, to be an athlete, you, I mean, you really have to be a mentally strong person, I think. And that comes to going into work, too.
1: Well, I kid when I say, baby mama's here. But I'm, I'm being serious. Working in radio, I've been around. And what I'm saying is a lot of times you'll see things that you don't see? Eyes wide shut, you know what I mean? A lot of times when you're around the rich and elite, you go like, if I were to tell anybody what I'm seeing right now, I could lose my job, you know?
2: Did it depend on what type of player you were too? Because I'll say this, if you were like, let's say the top tier star athletes on your team, yeah, you know, I, was there more leeway? Because of who you were, whereas maybe if you weren't the top player, you didn't take as many risks with calling out for work or, or uh, you know, um, getting in trouble. You know, you really watched yourself because yeah. you had to keep that position. Whereas you knew if you were top, who am I thinking of that played? Oh my gosh, I'm blanking. LeBron James. Nope. Uh, Michael Jordan. Green hair. Why is my mind going? Blank? Marcus Green. Oh come on, Dennis guys. Rodman. Dennis Rodman, right? He's going to Vegas. Michael has to go to Vegas to get him. He's like, get your ass up. Connor to... naked in yep, bed. Exactly. <laughs> Loved that docu series, by the way. Loved that docu series. But um, you know, he Dennis Rodman, as wild as he was, he was one of the top three players, um, along with Michael Jordan for their team. And so Scotty I th- Yep, Scotty Pippen, and I feel you, like they could get away with more. By okay? the way. so Tom Brady's getting away with a lot is that what you're saying
1: (laughs) (laughs) just kidding you know who's getting away with a lot (laughs)
3: Larsa
1: Pippen Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) Marcus and I went to UCF together oh yeah yeah Marcus Jordan and now he that's what's happening
1: dude how much of a hot sociopath is Larsa Pippen Courtney's eyes right now (laughs) (laughs) dude she's wild bro Like, it's not even that she's, like, hooking up with people and, like, the body comp, but, like, Michael Jordan's son, you're like, damn.
2: It's that small interconnected (laughs) circle.
1: (laughs) I I don't know what to say. (laughs) Trust (laughs) me, you know. (laughs) Nothing more needs to be said.
0: Happy Hour. (laughs) Happy Hour.
1: Happy Hour will be right back. This following segment. By the way, my hair is growing out, I think, real well, Alessia. You, yeah, you know what that's I mean? Yeah, Although, wearing headphones all day, like, if I ever take a picture with somebody, which is why I had us take the picture before. I'm not kidding. Like, literally, when I wear my headphones, my hair gets all messy. So, the thing, though, is I take care of my hair, and I go to Rich Keeley. He is the best barber in all the Bay Area. He is over on Kennedy Boulevard, right next door to McDonald's at Salon Loft, richkbarber.com. And when you go there and you tell him that I sent you, he will hook you up with a good deal. By the way, we were taking our press shots in Flo Delis, F L F L O D E L I S. Once again, let's do take three. F-L-O-D-E-L-I-S on social media. He took our pictures today and I think they came out really good.
2: Amazing. He was such a professional. The pictures look great and I can't wait to get them up.
1: So I'm going to tag him on all my social media. His name, he's got a great name, Greg Booty. Greg Booty took our pictures today. And let <laughs> me tell you, if you need someone to fly drones or you need life advice, what whatever you need... Hit him up. This is also being brought to you by Amir Academy of Martial Arts. I'm feeling good.
2: I know. You went to work out yesterday. How was oh, it?
1: All the aggression I've had from this last quarter of a year that's been an absolute bitch. This from September till now, this year has just I you look at January through June and it was a different year. Oh
0: my
2: god, that literally how I feel too, but continue. Amir. And I took
1: all the aggression since September. All the betrayal, all the idiots that run their mouth, and I saw that that punching bag right in front of me, and I was hitting it hard. Even Amir's wife was kinda like like looking like, Man, you're punching the bag hard, because usually I would half ass it. Yeah. She was like you should come here and do a 15-minute uh, workout, a 15-minute cardio workout, because I was talking to her, because I might be the laziest person of all time. I have this MMA <laughs> trainer as a sponsor of my show. Right. He's at and your I f- don't go. He's at your
2: fingertips, at your disposal. He's amazing. A- and I went,
1: and I had a 15-minute workout, and all the aggression from this last four months, I took out on that bag, and I felt so much better. I
2: need to go. I really We have should a go. Of- we
1: should go to the show.
2: Oh my, we told- Courtney, will you go with us? Yeah. Perfect. It's a date.
1: Also. Awesome. Oh, wow. It's a date? Yep. Sounds fun.
2: Uh- <laughs> Hoppy
0: Hour. Hoppy hour. Ah! Call Hoppy now. 856 49 Hoppy. Tweet at him at Ryan Hoppy Radio or chat him live via the Hoppy Radio app. And now, back to Happy Hour. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too.
1: What's going on? Drop a bomb. Drop oh, a bomb. He wants me to drop a bomb yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This that, was a tw- that was a turn. You know what this music reminds me of? Someone that would say the word sports ball. I find the word sports ball to be- Let's play sports, sports ball. <laughs> there is nothing worse than when you're at a party.
2: <laughs> that was a haunting, terrible music.
1: Is this what it's like being a mother in the house?
2: I hate this. I,
1: it's like, ugh. <laughs>
2: Sounds like a bad toy that won't stop. All right. Over
1: at Todd Couples. (laughs) All right. Here's what I'm getting at. (laughs) I find it absolutely nauseating when you're at a party. And a lot of times it's watching the badass NFL players playing their ass off in the Super Bowl. And it's a Super Bowl party and all the dudes are hanging out in the living room. You're
2: eating Guac.
1: Yeah, and the wives are there, Mm -hmm. and the wives are super cool. And then, like the wives, one of the wives brings like one of their like nerdy friends, who like doesn't watch sports or isn't into it, and just watches anime and thinks that watching that (laughs) is better than sports for some reason. And they're like, "Oh, so uh, is the sports ball game on?" I find that to be the most. Who has said this to you? Oh, I've been to many Super Bowl parties. You've never heard the word sports ball. But
2: maybe they're just there for the dip.
1: Have you heard of sports ball? You guys have never
2: heard about sports ball? First of all, Courtney's on the field, so he's not hearing anything. And no one says sports ball, Ryan. And if they do, they're just there for the chips and dip.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) I just love people, man that will rip into sports and judge someone for being into it. Oh, you're living vicariously through an athlete or what? Oh, and you're not when you're watching The Bachelorette and you think that's real? or your (laughs) fake prank calls on morning radio shows? Oh, those are totally real. But dudes being into sports, watching grown men working their ass off. Oh, wow, heaven forbid. The other thing I don't get is people that judge someone for how long they watch the NFL. That's the most fun seven hours of the day. Like, I'll hear people go, oh, you you spent your whole Sunday? What else am I going to do on a Sunday? Mm. I can't really drink because I got to get up on Monday. Sunday's kind of the recharging day, you know? You know
2: what I like to watch? What? Um, Saturday MMA. I, I really find it so entertaining. You I watch MMA? With, yes, start with the prelims, and then I I will watch hockey on TV. I prefer to be in person, but I'm more a hockey fan. Sorry, Courtney. Yeah. But... um. Yeah, I mean, sports is great. Sports are great. Did anyone? Hello, World Cup, Argentina. Speaking of sports, uh, can we uh, mention that that just happened? No, like, no one wants to talk about it. Um, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, I got the news clip here. Thousands line for the victory parade. Take a look at these live pictures from Argentina as the World Cup trophy arrives back in that country for the first time in over three decades, and.
2: By the way, and Messi won his first World Cup, and that's huge. You know what I love, Courtney? Yeah,
3: no, for sure. That's what do you think? That's great. I think that. Uh, Did me, you watch the World Cup? Some of it. What What
2: are your teams if you had to pick? None. Um, Italy, I don't, I don't, <laughs> France.
3: I don't follow it enough know. to know. It, yeah, enough. But I have heard of Messi, and I've watched clips. And watched here's and, what I love. You know? Yeah. So for me, you know, I Did think-
2: you watch the closing ceremony? There were performers. I di- I didn't catch it, but after I saw a clip on social media, and there were singers from all over the world getting on stage, and that for me, maybe that's those people that don't really know sports and go watch the sports Super Bowl. Ball. They're watching the commercials or they're watching the post-game like event, like the music and the atmosphere, the energy can be felt through the video. It's amazing. That looked amazing if you Here's watched the, the World thing. Cup.
1: I love the American soccer fans that are trying to convince other people to watch soccer and their thing is, well, the World Cup final was so exciting and fun to watch. Yeah, if every soccer game was like that, I would watch every soccer game. But when your sport ends in 0-0 zero zero at times, I, I'm sorry. I'm not going to watch your sport.
2: You have a you have a point. You have a point. And it depends on the country. Living in Spain, soccer is life. And I lived for it. And I loved it. And it was exciting. It was part of the culture. Here, not so much. It's NFL. It's,
1: I just need there to be a winner. Yeah. Or at least a tie. But, Oh, we're going to end in a draw. So pretty much 75 minutes in, you don't really have to try. I
2: hate a hockey game that ends 0, zero 2 It's not often, but when it happens, it's like, what the...
1: What did you think about the uh, overtime rules that Roger Goodell added to the NFL
3: about seven years ago? For me, you don't want to play the game like all night or like... We gotta it comes down to, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do.
1: Yeah, I feel like if you had to play it all night, that's a good point. I feel like it'd be like baseball where you're there till four AM missing field goals and baseball's
2: the worst. I would watch soccer over baseball, no? What would we rather watch?
1: The Cubs winning the (laughs) World Series. I'm from Chicago, so once they won in 2016, I really haven't cared since, but go Rays. Uh, But uh, what I'm saying is I would choose baseball over soccer because there's going to be a winner. I can't take the, you're like 75 minutes in, because that's when it should be exciting. When the game's over with, you should... Oh, but we're going to end it 0-0. Woo! Wow. Get the get the club going crazy with the zero zero game <laughs> post game party.
2: You know what I don't like about the uh, NBA? What is I feel like when I went to my last Magic game? I sat pretty close and it was cool, but like all these guys are so tall, so athletic, and literally the ball just goes down the court, score, come back. I love that score, with my ADHD. Score, and I'm like, it's the best. What? Where what is the it's so easy. They've reached the net, first of all, and they're, it's like there's nothing to it. It's like it's, they just drop it in. Are you
1: born and raised in Tampa? Yes. That's why. This area, I have never seen such dis. There's no. There's nothing they care about with the NBA here. I like the math so unimportant here. Orlando that Magic. It's making me mad and I can't get words out. Like when you even try to bring up the NBA to somebody, you're like, oh. There's not a team here. It's like, okay, but did you guys watch sports before the race? It was fun the to black go. No, we didn't have a team here. I don't know what it is. is. Eight per- So I work in sports radio. Only 10% of our audience wants to hear about the NBA. And it's like my favorite sport, and I, I, it's crazy. I can't imagine like not wanting to watch the best in the world. And this isn't a comment about you. It's just, like, just when people that are born and raised in Tampa, they're like, Go Bucks, go Rays, and go Lightning. I'm not going to look outside the box. I'm yeah. going to try to learn something new. Only going to be Bucks, Rays, and maybe Rowdies.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. I worked for the Rays and the Rowdies.
1: You know what the Rowdies are? They're like when you're in Boy Scouts and you get free tickets and a raffle, and you're like, let's go to a Rowdies game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? Am I incorrect in saying that? Mm. You ever you well, They're trying ever, to
2: build soccer leagues around oh, the United that's so
1: States. So cool. When's the last time you were out and about and you were around an American not during the World Cup? Yeah, and they loved- And they're going, "Oh man, did you watch that soccer game?" and you have 10 people at the bar knowing what was going on.
2: A lot of people A lot have of
1: People yeah,
3: like soccer.
2: Yeah. And for the Rowdies, especially, I saw so many people, they called it Ralph's Mob. Shout out to Ralph's Mob, if you're listening. But they were the mob for the Rowdies, which is like basically the fans that sat in the same section, got the crowd going, had the certain chance every game. And there are passionate people that wanted to see the sport come here, just like there would be if the NBA ended up here in Tampa.
1: No, there is not. Because the (laughs) Toronto Raptors were here two years ago during COVID because Canada actually saw that COVID was a real thing they were like the opposite of America but my point is so the Raptors didn't <laughs> allow any Americans into Canada if, if they weren't vaccinated or whatever so yeah they, they had the Raptors from Toronto playing at Amelie and I went to like five games and they couldn't even get to, it was only allowed to be 25% full at the Amelie and they couldn't even get to 25%. And there were some good games. It was like That's Clippers sad. before, uh, what's his name got hurt? Leonard. It was Leonard and Paul George. I saw Damian and CJ on uh, the uh, Trailblazers. I saw all these great players. Nobody cared. There were more people outside at the food truck outside of the Amelie than there was at the game. I I wonder if
2: this is a common misconception because you keep directing this to Courtney and I'm wondering just because he's an athlete, if we assume that he just watches all sports and knows all sports. No, no, no. no.
1: I'm just doing my really outgoing thing as a host where I'm just looking at
3: both (laughs) of you. You're reading way too much into it. Uh, Sorry. I mean, I, I do like sports overall. Yeah. You know, I will say this. I still what? enjoy Sundays, you know, for Sundays for football. You know? And I thought Sundays Sunday exists. is for yes, football. Yes. And, you know, so I whether I was playing, you know, and now that I'm not playing, I still, you know, it still has the same. So football
2: is number one. If you had to pick a second favorite sport that you follow, what would it be? Are you an MMA fan?
3: Yeah. Uh, I like boxing. I like basketball. Um Yeah. Yeah. Here's what I want to ask
1: you. So what are you up to now post-NFL? Because you are a jack-of-all-trades, man. And I really think it's how likable you are that it's going to take you far, and you've already gone far. So what are some of the things you've been up to in the Bay Area?
3: Um, well, I'm a realtor, licensed realtor. So, you know, I've been doing that, and uh, I just started working as a car salesman at a low-key Nissan of Clearwater. Shout-out. Hell, yeah. So... And I also make music.
1: <laughs> How's the music going? Because I saw you and my photog- photographer were really vibing, uh, Flo dellis He's a fascinating guy, Greg. Uh, so I saw you guys outside were vibing about rap music and everything.
3: Yeah, no, it's going good. Uh, I've just been dropping singles after single. Uh, I'm actually working on another song, uh, which I'll try to. Is this a
2: wrap, Courtney? I want to hear this. Is there a way we can pull something up now or do we have to save it for next show? I want to know. Uh, Oh, wait, copyright.
1: That's the thing. (laughs) Even though you're in front of me, I can't play it because Spotify will be like, oh, it's copyrighted. So what I'm going to do in the podcast description on this page is I'm going to have the link to everywhere people can find your work So that they can listen because legally, even though I have you in front of me, isn't your name KB the Great? Even though I have KB the Great in front of me and I have your approval, handshake, you can come and rap on my show and I can play your music. (laughs) Even though I have have your approval- Spotify doesn't care. They will shut it down. You can literally go to the headquarters and be like, it's fine, play the music, and they won't let me. So on the podcast description, I'll be sure to give
3: you a mention, because your music's really good. And
2: You do the only your own lyrics? Yeah. And what kind of things do you rap about?
3: Everything. Well, for me, I try to center everything around, you know, positive and, and uplifting and motivating, you know? I love that. That's like my lane where i'm deciding to stay in yeah how do you get into the zone to write because
1: i'm good when i speak openly but i can't write things like my creativity just comes to a halt so i've always had respect for people that write songs so for you when you're getting into the zone how do you come up with what you write uh
3: typically it's off of the beat
2: So you start with the beat. Are you ever driving or just at work or hanging out with your kids or whatever? And then an idea or a lyric or something comes to you and you have to like jot it down? Or is it always start with like being in the studio, making the beat and then putting the lyrics to the beat?
3: Yeah, for me, it's the beat. I got to work with a couple engineers. They make the beat. Excuse me. They send it to me and I'll just listen. And whichever one catches me, you know, I'm just for the rest of the day or days, I'm just listening to the instrumental over, over, over. And at that point, for me, you know, I'll develop a flow of how the song makes me feel. And I'll just later write the lyrics.
2: I love that. And that's
3: when I'll be random spots and lyrics are coming. Oh, I got to write it. I got to, you know.
2: Yeah. I like that to hear people's like work process and how their creative process works. Like a lot of people think of like a, an idea and then have to think of the beat, but he listens to the beat and then the lyrics kind of flow. I can't wait to listen to your music, Courtney. I think that's awesome.
1: What is your ultimate dream? Like if you could think about where you will take KB the great, and we're saying this as it's going to happen. Yeah. We're putting it out there for you. It's not even just putting it out into the universe, even though I believe in that. But so many times when you talk to somebody about having goals in life, it's with the word, I hope, or maybe. What is KB the Great going to be when it's all said and done?
3: Um, KB is going to be someone that, you know, is an inspiration for a lot of people, you know, through, you know, his his own life or giving examples, you know, through music. Um, and from there, you know, help, you know, motivate or just enlighten and motivate people on real estate, you know, and how important it is, you know, and just drawing people together, you know, that's for me, that's my main goal. Like, would you you say that you are
1: a mentor to other people? Yeah, that's cool, man. I really dig mentors. I have a few and I, I think it's a lost art, like having a really good mentor. Yeah, you can have a good friend, a good father figure but someone that's like a mentor it's like underrated
2: yeah absolutely
3: yeah i think you know all of those things is pretty for me it's the same you know you know where you can have a conversation with someone that enlightens them and you know you're not necessarily trying to be their mentor but you give them information that they're like oh wow you made me feel better or you just gave me an idea or you know And you're not signing up to be their mentor, but in a way you're helping them, you know. So for me, I know there are cases where, whether it's through music or whatever the case may be, I have been that for people just like people have been that for me, you know. I think
1: that's great. I feel that. And I think when you have a mentor, it's so important because you're getting advice but a lot of times it's more harsh than what you might get from a friend or family member, especially a family member that you get advice from because they're not going to want to go all out on crushing you. But a good mentor will crush you and call you out on your BS. And that is a lost art. Yeah.
2: And your kids too, I'm sure your music inspires them. I don't know if it's age appropriate, but at least them seeing daddy do his thing and follow what he's passionate about. And then also with the, you know, the reason being that you wanna enlighten and, and reach people in a positive way, that's really cool and I know they're seeing that and, yeah. and being inspired by I, that too. I
3: always wanted to, a uh, personal dream of mine was to play the game of football you know, until my kids can see me play and my daughter she got to see what she was a little you know she can really remember i would take her with me when i would work out and train sometimes but you know she ain't really there but now it's like you know i can still have that same effect you know from the music world you know i can rock a stadium a crowd and they can be there and see that you know so for me you know I'm not going to lie that was something that affected me a little bit because I really wanted that to happen. But in the same sense it still can happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, absolutely. Or it can happen with me speaking. It could be a lot of a number of ways I could, you know.
1: And for sure. The man that really influenced me was Ian Beckles because I met you through Ian on yeah. Beckles and Rutcher and I knew Ian back in my old radio job and he helped me get my radio job, and I worked for him, and I hang out with him probably five times a week. And seeing the way that he was mentoring you on air on Beckles and Retcher, yeah. and then how you spread that positive vibe to us being friends, like that was when I was like, I want to do more than just be a, a radio guy. You know what I mean? So I have this uh, new concept where I have a podcast board. I'm going to bring it to people's houses, and they can record their podcasts. Because the most successful people are not the ones that just wait on the corporations to give them their opportunity. You have to go out there and grow your worth so then the corporations will put money into you. Because if you're just waiting for a company to pay you, they'll be like, ha, 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 you're part-time forever. But if you go out there and grind and show people your worth, you're going to be better off.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I agree.
1: I
2: think that's crazy that Courtney said he had this vision of his children watching him play in the NFL, like that being his stage. But now life has segued into this new passion of his. And maybe that's how it's meant to be sometimes. Like maybe that energy was meant to be there and be put out in that way. And for his kids to see them him now on that type of stage is influential too. It's like life has little turns like that and it doesn't work out. And then we're like, darn, I really wish this had happened. But maybe this way is even... It's going to have more of an impact.
1: It's so fascinating because both of you have two kids and I'm here single. Like, yeah, I got my cat over there hiding in the litter box. (laughs) No, 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 I'm not saying that as a joke. She was literally hiding in the litter box again. These are
2: all of our responsibilities, our babies and our fur babies.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's my cat meowing during the uh, thunder that came the other day. I had to record it over and over again.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're making beats and he's uh, recording his cat all right
1: we'll, we'll be right back to wrap this up we all should wrap it up
0: happy yes. Yes. hour happy <laughs> hour. hour we'll be right back
1: or you could pull out and hope that works. Oh, yeah. where should I transition this into? <laughs> I'll promote my website first. Go to RyanHoppyRadio.com. There has a link to all the platforms I am on. Search happy Radio. Also, this is being brought to you by WestChasePrinting.com. My business cards. Uh, if you are uh, a person that has received them and you're looking at them and now you're listening to my show after using the QR code, yeah, I got those from westchaseprinting.com. Hey, maybe you're going to run for an Election, and you're going to run for school board, or you're going to run for Congress, or whatever the hell you're going to run for. And you think it's cool to be a politician, and you need and you need yard signs made for some reason. West Chase Printing can do that. If you need yard signs, or your kid just turned 18, yay, my kid turned 18. You can go to westchaseprinting.com and have yard signs made. Happy and, graduation! Yeah, woo. <laughs> good luck in life. We're all going to really need it. Listen to Hoppy Hour at any time, anywhere. Search Hoppy Radio on all major streaming platforms.
0: And now, back to Hoppy Hour. Yo, what's up? Baby,
3: let's go.
1: Ah, we have so much to get into. This is like the only music bet I can find that's not copyrighted. So I'll explain it to you. So... I can't play any music on here, even with the approval or Spreaker, the site I upload to, will just delete my show like it doesn't exist. Like, they'll just delete my episodes and be like, oh, I'm glad I worked hard on that. Well, here's the thing is on YouTube, there are music beds that they claim are copyright free and that you can use, but I'll Shazam it, and then it's a song with 20,000 Shazams that goes right to Spotify. And I'm like, well, that's copywritten. It's very hard doing a podcast. You know what I mean? Because the ultimate goal is to have this on in the morning. happy in the morning with Happy and Alessia. And I feel like it can happen. Our listens have gone through the roof. Yeah. And that was why I brought up the whole sports ball thing. We have so many women that listen. (laughs) 70% of our audience is women.
2: Yeah, but now you're saying women say sports ball and we don't. You don't,
1: Ooh, Ryan. <laughs> 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 Ryan, just got spicy. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you know much about Todd? <laughs> <laughs> what are we laughing at? Myself, <laughs> fat you know what? I'm gonna take a deep breath. Yes. <laughs> and play this news clip. It's rich people that are going to prison because of tax evasion. Oh, oh but they were gonna get away with it.
3: Todd and Julie Chrisley, both heading to prison in Florida just a couple of
0: weeks into the new year. I pray to God every day. We made a commitment that we were not going to give up. In docs obtained by ET, the couple's been ordered to
2: report to prison on January 17th to begin their combined 19 year sentence. Oh my god. All for tax evasion. What a way to start your new year.
1: <laughs>
2: Holy crap.
1: How about the age I'll be when they when they get out? I'll be 48 when these dummies get out.
2: Oh my gosh. All for tax
1: evasion. They lived a the life.
2: You know like irrational fears? Yeah. Mine is that I'm going to end up in prison for something like like that I didn't think of or that I didn't really do. Yeah. Like, like that's my fear that I'm going to end up there. Oh my God. I'm not putting that out in the universe. I don't yeah, want to. Definitely don't okay. do that. Okay. I'm knocking on this wood. Yeah,
3: don't put that
1: out. Yeah. <laughs> that's not the vibe. Oh I to get handcuffed by a police officer. That
3: sounds fun. Courtney,
2: what's your irrational fear? Do you have one? No. No? Drowning, sharks, snakes, anything.
3: I mean, I, I really don't like hikes.
2: Heights, okay.
3: Heights scare me, bro.
2: Yeah, same.
1: Like if you go to the top of like a ride at like Bush Gardens.
2: I went skydiving twice. I went the second time to get over my fear from the first time thinking it would help. And it didn't. I'm terrified now of heights. Oh,
3: no, no third time.
2: No. Well, unless you want to go.
3: No, I'm, I'm actually too heavy. Are <laughs> you? Yeah.
2: Is there a weight limit? Yeah. Maybe a height limit.
3: Yeah, weight. It's a weight limit.
2: That's what he's just saying to get out of going.
1: Knowing my luck, even if I had the world's best person next to me, I would die. I'm so big.
2: No. <laughs> now we're putting no. really bad things out there. I'm not going to prison. You're not dying from a skydiving accident. We're good.
1: Oh, man. 856 49 If you want to leave us a message on the iHeartRadio app using the talkback feature, Please do that. Can we go
2: back to mentoring for uh, just a quick second? Sure. Okay. I um, work with a nonprofit in the area, Reach St. Pete. Shout out to Lexi who started Reach St. Pete.
1: Hell yeah, Lexi.
2: But we started a lot of mentor programs throughout the Tampa Bay area, specifically in St. Pete, mentoring children through a literacy program and we do outreach events with the homeless and so, or excuse me, the houseless and we're looking to rebuild those and um, pour some time into them. So if you're interested in working with children check out reach st pete on instagram or online and um, help out you could be a mentor i did that we started a few outreach programs and i filled me with more joy than anything
1: what's your go-to advice when you're a mentor like what's the most uh, commonly asked thing when you're I think the biggest
2: thing is one, just being a listening ear. And then my thing is I'm such a nurturer that any of the children I've worked with, I just want to pour so much love into them and let them know like they are like God's gift and they are just a beautiful, they have unique talents and they have a special light. And I just want them to feel that they are unique and special because they are. And I want them to let their light and talents shine. So I just found so much joy doing that i don't think i poured into them like they really poured into me you know how it goes when you give you really receive more no
1: i need to be less selfish (laughs) (laughs) we have so many things i'm a virgo that's what all my exes have said (laughs) you're a virgo that's why do you believe in any of that horoscope what
2: is your when's your birthday courtney (laughs) (laughs) april april so you're a tour no no aries my my daughter's an Aries. That's a good sign. Apparently Aries and Geminis are most compatible. Yeah. So. yeah. that's good.
3: My daughter's a Gemini.
2: Oh. That's just look at that.
1: I feel like there's some truth to it. I think Virgos so. are bitches, bro. And I'm a Virgo. <laughs> like we're pussies, dude. Like we take everything seriously.
2: Okay. The strongest organ ever. That's what you are?
1: Hell yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, I, I thought know.
2: that's how you meant it.
1: That is what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is all woke today. Please don't don't hurt me. Don't <laughs> hurt me. You fascinate me by the way. Do
2: I? What's most fascinating?
1: Everything. You've just been vibing today. I have
2: because here. It's hard no. not to.
1: We've been doing this for 56 minutes. Can you believe it? Look at it. We've us. talked about absolutely nothing for 56 minutes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We've had a great time. Now, Courtney, where can people find everything you're up to? If they want to buy a car from you. If they want to get a house from you, if they want to listen to your music, if they want to have you as a mentor, what are all the ways that people can talk to Courtney Brown?
3: Uh, through my social media, uh, you can find me on all social medias. Uh, um, my IG is. He has to look, don't I we know. all? We are. I such always forget mine.
2: Yeah. I always forget my handle.
3: Yes, it's Courtney Brown underscore underscore.
2: And Courtney, we have to spell your name. It's yes. N E I at the end, I think. Yeah, K yeah with a k yeah i just totally confused that but
1: (laughs) you're good now alessia yes everybody's been asking about alessia lately i'm at flz jingle ball and you got brian donovan asking where alessia is and you don't even work with me and you're doing this for zero dollars how does that feel (laughs) he's kidding we're such a
2: high (laughs) i get a stipend just kidding
1: you get to with the twenty-four hours in a day that you were given. You get to say, "I spent one of them with Ryan Hoppy, and he didn't talk over me once."
2: No, yeah, I love. How can I people it. hire you? How can people look me up, um, Alessia underscore Calandra on Instagram? Um, I do marketing and photography in the Tampa Bay area for local businesses. So hit me up if your business needs some help. And yeah, I'm doing all the things. Ryan, you didn't even ask, one but. I went on my first uh, Hinge date. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You gotta
1: tell me a little bit of it ahead of time. You can't just—we're doing final plugs. Okay, let's save it for the next show. No, no, no! I am. No, 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 no! no. This is happy hour, and you are my (laughs) co-host, and you are my equal. But my name is on it. Rewind, 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 rewind. Okay. Alessia yeah you went on a first date I had a first Hinge? date
2: yep I did how did
1: that go guys
2: first of all why this is such a big deal is that I haven't been on a date in nearly a decade Whoa. that's not a joke 120 that's not- months <laughs> it's a long time um and I was not on the dating apps I thought they were just not for me and they still aren't kind of,
1: but I did. What happened?
2: I dipped my toes in the water and I went out to meet someone. We had some sushi and a drink and he was a really nice guy. I don't see it evolving into anything, but it was nice to at least get out. Like that's how scared I was to go. And I finally pushed myself into trying and it was fine. It was nice to have a conversation with someone and be out of mom mode. What's fascinating? Oh, I have to tell you though. Oh my God, tell me. uh, This was the funniest thing. Please tell me. We're at dinner, apparently on my Hinge profile. It's not that I... I think I accidentally, I didn't mean to hide it, but I, I, it doesn't disclose that I have children. (gasps) I have it marked, (laughs) but it's not visible on my profile. So anyways, he didn't know I had children. Oh no. And we're sitting there and oh God, I can't remember how it came out, but he like made a comment like, oh yeah, it's not like you have two kids or something. (laughs) And my face, like the blood rushed and I kind of like went pale and I was like, actually I do. And he's like, (laughs) that's so, funny don't joke around and i'm like no i like i actually have two children and that's how that came out
1: oh, that sounds fun sounds like good vibes yeah
2: i was he took it well it was fine that's <laughs> not why we're not seeing each other again but yeah i did it that's it <laughs> cool story
1: now what happened to alessia now we can you finally go on the first date but you finally got it out I of the did, way i did
2: i did i was super nervous at first um but yeah i think it went well i think it was i got some alessia, sushi out of it alessia.
1: You got to do me a favor though. What? While you continue to go on these dates, this is progress, okay? Okay. This is progress. You're, you're doing good. I'm doing baby You're making me steps. proud. Yeah. But unless your ex needs to know what time to pick up the kid.
2: Yeah. I need to cut that, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then you're not really going towards the future. You're letting the past bring you back. So like- don't I'm ever talk it. Snipping
2: it right here, right now. It's done. I'm not talking to him anymore.
1: Gentlemen, it's all it's always a smart decision to snip it.
0: Happy hour. Happy hour.
1: And yeah. So normally <laughs> normally no 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 normally we end the show on a one liner, but it's not every day that you have a former NFL player and friend here. So we're gonna properly end the show. That was uh that's not gonna be taken out because this show is unconventional as hell. I mean this show totally should be on NPR. I mean we would fit right in with all the other shows. Uh now Courtney. You ready, you ready to drop that bomb? Because I've had a lot of fun having you on the show, man. This has been Me a,
2: too, Courtney. Come you're back. Good, you're a
1: good vibe, bro. You're a good time. I digged when you were on Beckles and Retcher. I dig your music. You, my man, are the future of Tampa Bay. And I'm not
3: just saying that. Well, I appreciate that. I really do. And I'll love to come back anytime you want me to. You're not we too like, scared off by my hyper talking? No, nah, man.
1: That's good. We, you we ready good.
3: to? <laughs> What's up? Yeah, we good.
1: You ready to drop that bomb?
3: Yeah, let's drop it.
0: Happy hour.
1: Happy hour. Now it's over with. Money.
0: Happy hour is now over. Happy hour is now over. Happy hour is now over.